<laughs> okay, everybody, <laughs> guess what? We are here today uh, with the new episode of Comedians Exposed featuring... Brian St. John. Brian St. John, yay! <laughs> Host of Shut the Fuck Up show at Nucky's in Jersey City. Shut the fuck up. He's already telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> we just got started, Brian. Oh my gosh, it's so soon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, can you let everyone know? Uh, so where are we today? We are in my apartment in Jersey City. Uh, you can't see any of my fine art. Yeah, I just kicked my table. <laughs> sure, that's going to sound great in the microphone. We'll leave that in the comments. Should we start over? <laughs> no, no, I love this. That's great. Uh, we're in my apartment. I just, rearra- I just rearranged this area so we could do the podcast here. And then Deanna took about 45 minutes to set up two, not one, but two ring lights that she bought. Neither work. <laughs> I don't understand why, why not, okay? But I'll figure it out one day. But we don't need a ring light. We have Brian's sparkling personality to illuminate the podcast. Oh! So, that's why. How are you How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. You expect me to like, answer that in an in-depth way? No, not at all. It's small talk. You know, actually, I don't really care how you're doing. It's just like, okay, let's get these pleasantries out the way. I hate pleasantries. You know, I know, like, they're awkward, right? Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. No. We and just I, skip the pleasantries. But that's like how you have to operate in the world. Like, hello, how are you? Nice to see you. Yeah, in the world, but not in a podcast at two in the afternoon. You don't think morning. so? No. I think Nobody I should be pleasant. Yeah, you should be, but you, I oh, think well, you he, knew yeah. I wasn't going to be. <laughs> no, Brian's very <laughs> pleasant. Brian! So we're going to get into your comedy. Oh, God. I know. Speaking of pleasantries, uh, I was at... Uh, Tell me, tell me what you think about this. Okay. I was at a uh, bridal shower engagement party, which is the thing now, because they just want they, they want an excuse to invite men to bridal showers. Okay. To get more money, I assume, right? Hmm. And I was at one of those the other day, and then the bride's aunt, like right as I was getting ready to leave, I was there for four hours, barely know anybody there. The bride's aunt faints in the bathroom, <gasps> right? So now the whole family's freaking out. Oh my god. But gosh. I'm sitting there, and I can't pleasantly say goodbye and thank you to everybody, because they're all in the bathroom waiting for the EMS to show up. So if you think about it, like, it was really more of an inconvenience for me. Yeah. It probably was. You're having to stay there. Because <laughs> now my, my pleasant goodbyes, which I don't want to do anyway, are now mixed with the, is everything okay? Is everything I, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't want to say goodbye. I don't really but now I need, care I need, about the aunt. Is the aunt okay, though? I, I do. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm glad that men take it out be- on a stretcher. Well, it was probably really exciting, you know, but co-ed bachelorette or bridal shower? That sounds like a wild time yeah. for this Anne, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's either diabetic or drank too much, I'm not sure. Maybe both. And a little column A and B. I think that's great that they're inviting men to bridal right. showers. Thank the... No, because bridal showers are horrible. Yeah. They're like... No, I, no, no. Baby there's showers. Not, it's, not a, it's not a different setup. It, it's still the bridal shower. It's still the awful bridal shower. It's just now there's bored yeah. men everywhere. And you have to like watch people open dishes. You're yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, maybe we should be nice. Maybe we should start off in gratitude, okay? Because I feel like this is going to get real weird and dark because it's Mr. Brian St. John. But before... Tell everybody where they're... You're on social media. Uh, Instagram, Brian St. John sucks. And uh, I have Facebook, which I, I'm the last comic still using Facebook. I use Facebook. I do? I mean, yeah. I, I prefer Facebook over everything else. I like Instagram because it's just pictures. Well, Instagram is the best one, right? Yeah. For, like, for social media purposes, but Facebook is where the, the real freaks are. <sighs> 
People share a lot yeah, on yeah, Facebook. People, people like, got their last rope over share on Facebook. Yeah. And, and that's my whole feed, and I love it. Oh, I, I love that's it. hard for me because it's like, you know, everybody it kind of goes through things. So it's really hard when you're seeing someone else going through it when you're kind of like low, you know, and you yeah. just kind of want to like, it's easy to kind of be nasty. You know, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not nasty to people. Get it together. You're not nasty only in life. No, I just I just watch them afar <laughs> and make fun of them in group chats. Oh, in secret. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, it's how it's supposed comment. to be done. Yeah. I know. I don't understand. Like, I think it's appropriate. If you're going to talk about people, the problem is who's sharing the information. That's the problem. Yeah. You remember that girl with the that girl that accused me of murder a few years ago? <gasps> <laughs> oh, tell the story. That just popped up in my Oh, my gosh. Like yes. It was, uh, we, uh, me and Tyler Langley's had a show. Like the court tavern in New Brunswick, like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. and I just like put up a flyer on Facebook as you do to promote it, and like two weeks later, you know, just a girl I'm not Facebook friends with just found the post and just commented, "Brian St. John, you killed my cousin." Spelt cousin wrong. Uh, uh, God have mercy on your soul. You should probably rot in jail. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, all right, uh, that last part might be true, but I, got, I think you got the wrong Brian St. John. And then uh, the comment, the next comment was, sorry, this is, uh, you know, uh, the, the girl's name was, say, Sarah. Yeah. And the uh, same profile goes, sorry, Sarah's confused. This is Jackie or whoever. Uh, you know, uh, we, we don't know what happened. And I'm like, okay, like, I didn't murder anyone, right? Like, please say that publicly as, <laughs> as you've accused me of murder on my Facebook post. And they go, we don't know what happened. <laughs> And I'm like, and then she goes, but the point is, people with Down syndrome should never be made fun of. What? And I'm like, because the original girl has Down syndrome, I didn't know this. But I didn't make fun of her yet. So I'm like, okay, like, agreed, but yeah. like, I didn't murder anyone, right? And just never. They just never responded to that. They just never admitted that I didn't. They, they, she said, let's stop talking. I was like, okay, please, just somebody say I didn't murder your cousin. Why were they not? Okay, so did someone name Brian St. So, John? Yeah, we, we found out so, later. Yeah, Ryan St. John in oh. Ohio. His father is Brian St. John, which is like, that's Ohio white trash, right? That your name's Brian and you name your son Ryan. That's weird, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, you know, Ryan and give Brian. Him the, give him the name or don't, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I, so Ryan St. John uh, took his, uh, his girlfriend's uh, two-year-old son and uh, uh, smacked him against the wall and killed him, yeah. Oh my god. That's not the funny part, yeah. Stop laughing. Oh my god, no, this is getting so much darker so much earlier than I thought it would. Oh no. And it is I was accused of this. I I had to look into it. And so Ryan did that and then uh so then we go deeper into it. His father, Brian St. John, Brian with a Y, thank God, uh, has a whole YouTube channel just dedicated to talking shit about the girlfriend while his son's like on murder trial. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and went so far as they had uh, a, like a Facebook group page, uh, Justice for whatever the baby's name was, right? And the whole town just like, you know, like GoFundMe or whatever for the, the mom. And then the father, Brian St. John, made a fake Justice for the Baby Facebook page and just, like, talked about how the mother, like, smokes pot and shit. This. <laughs> and that's, like, their reality. Mm-hmm. That's, like, real. And, and then they... Uh, this like, is not a bit. No, yeah. It, it was quite <gasps> crazy. And I, what, I, I, I got thrown into it by, you know... Uh, yeah, yeah. Happenstance with yeah, the, the cousin, name. The cousin, oh, yeah. yeah and like, and I couldn't be happy. It's like, about I'm not, it. I'm not. It was like the most fun three weeks of my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you do that as a bit on stage? No. No? I, 
I don't know how I can figure that out, right? It's like it's a long, it's a lot of details. It's a lot. Yeah, and it does. And, and I, most people don't find Down syndrome and baby murder as funny as I do. <sighs> Yeah, I don't think so. So uh, I'm glad that Brian's our guest today. So it's your idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm glad Brian uh, would agree to do this, Brian. So the whole podcast it's about. Um, I had to expose myself. Well, yeah, and like, what will you joke about, and what won't you joke about? And I think most people will not address those topic on stage because again, it is that story was a little shocking to hear, and just the levels of just like, what's going on? I mean, if if, uh, if I wasn't brought into it. Uh, you know, through the post. Yeah, then I, it wouldn't How be funny, random. but like, it, it couldn't happen to a better guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, if anything, if you falsely accuse somebody of murder that yeah. doesn't know it is not involved at all, like, should be me. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's true. I don't think that there was anyone else more appropriate <laughs> for like all, and that's why again, it's like it does sound like a bit because you know Brian's comedy. Let's describe your comedy for the audience. Give me some. Vocabulary, descriptors, <laughs> adjectives to uh, describe uh, uh, Brian St. John's comedy. Uh, funny. Okay. <laughs> well thought out. Uh, I don't know. Like everyone, like, I don't think I'm like edgy. I don't think so. Like I don't say like, any of the bad words. Really, I say bitch a lot. I say bitch too much on stage. You don't think you're edgy? Not really. Really? No. Okay, then what's who's edgy or what's edgy for you? Like when you I think like edgy like like I don't like I don't know. It's like a dork trying to describe myself. Like ed- edgy has a bad connotation to it. I think right. Mm-hmm. Like you're just trying to it's shock value. Like you're just trying to be shocking for the sake of being shocking. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think uh, I don't know. How would you describe it? I feel edgy <laughs> is just talking, trying to push the boundaries of like what. Again, making jokes that most people wouldn't joke about. Trying to find Isn't the that funny. Comedy, though? I don't know. I think there's comedy can be making people laugh in a very general way. In the fact that you're not eliciting not a lot of emotional responses. Like think about farts. You know, farts are relatively innocuous. They don't really like you get the people who are like, oh, it's gross. Don't talk about farts. But like farts are not like trying to make jokes about what you were just talking about. You know. Okay, so and I, you got to you got to admit you didn't you did you ever try to make a bit out of that or did you ever bring it to the stage I don't think story so. no. really no. never it, it's just too much explanation it's like, like the first minute wouldn't be funny you know? yeah I, I couldn't figure it out watching it record you see it going too so I'm not an idiot <laughs> you're still an idiot you're an idiot <laughs> smile hello hey hi hey everybody we're here today. We're here on a new episode of Comedians Exposed, and we are exposing Brian St. John. Hello. Brian, tell us where we're at today. <laughs> we're, uh, we're in my apartment in Jersey City. Yes. We've been here for the last two hours. We, uh, we recorded a full podcast about a half hour ago, True. and then uh, Deanna checked the time and realized it stopped recording 10 minutes in. Okay, now I'm going to tell my version of events. (laughs) Brian and I uh, were having a really wonderful conversation before uh, we decided to start recording for the podcast. (laughs) That's the story I'm sticking to. If there's any, like, uh, production, audio production college students out there that want to intern for Deanna. (laughs) 
that would be helpful. Yes, that's actually you, you a great need, you idea. Need, you need a, a twenty-year-old dork in here. I, I know. I need the technology. Yeah. It's so complicated. You, you got all the equipment. Like I'm impressed by the equipment. I'm impressed by the equipment too. I just you have to learn. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know you, what I'm doing with it. <laughs> but you're like nobody does. Yeah. No, that's not true. Twenty-year-old interns. If you're out there and you want to intern for uh, an exciting a, career opportunity, <laughs> you want to expose people. Yeah, you want to learn. Could, yeah, you want to learn the ins and outs of the intricacies of comedians. Yeah. Expose. I need you. But we have Brian St. John with us as our guest today, and we are going to expose him. We're in his crib in his crib, house yeah. i know it's so weird I, I tried saying that unironically the That's, other day and it, 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 i said I, I, I apologize after saying it I like, yeah i don't know why i called my apartment my crib i so, just remember I'm sorry i tried to do that mtv cribs that's the thing like, yeah uh, that's like, what i think of like, like i could never get away with crib even when that was like part of the vernacular and now like uh like riz and bet and all these new terms what yeah. are those terms i don't know like, all, the, all, all the riz is like charisma right as a, a kids, I, if you've got riz. Yeah, if yeah, if you're good at like talking to women, you got riz. That's a new one. That sounds like something you leave behind on a, a dress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds like evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the hyphenating of everything, though. Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of it either. But yeah. I, I, I uh, you know, hanging out with too many younger people doing stand up, like. I try to throw it in once in a while, and then every time, I'm like, I'm sorry, I tried to. No, yeah, cool. I no. I did feel uncomfortable just saying crib now, but I do find it fun now that I've had a chance to start doing the podcast in person. You know, it started during the pandemic, and I was doing it through Zoom, and now that we're kind of, you know, just living how we're living in the world, <laughs> it's like super fun to come and sit down and talk, and it's really fun to be in people's homes and, you know, get intimate about comedy and expose all the dirty bits. Have you seen that guy on like TikTok and stuff that just like goes like, how much do you pay for rent in New York City? And he tours, he's like, it's always a hot girl. That guy has the best Riz scam. Riz. <laughs> Does he have Riz? For sure. Is that yeah, guy he, He's Riz? fucking all of those girls. Do you have Riz? No, no Riz. No hmm. risk whatsoever. I don't know. Well, okay. Let let everybody know where can they find you on social media so they can determine themselves if you have riz. <laughs> yeah, my social media is <laughs> no riz. <on> it. <laughs> I'm like constantly deleting posts. Uh, Brian St. John sucks on Instagram. Okay. No riz. No riz. He's got riz. I should, start doing, riz. I should start doing like the like Andrew Tate, like Ben Shapiro thing. Dude, he that guy. Doesn't have Riz, but he pretends, or he can. Yeah, that, he can. It's a good hustle. He can wear Riz. Like yeah. I feel like he goes through the closet he can trick, and he's he can trick, like, yeah, he can he's trick other Rizless people into thinking he has Riz. Yes, because there's and something. Just leave a, a, a ocean of dead women's bodies in their wake. Oh, his voice. <laughs> there's something about his voice. I think that gives away he doesn't have Riz. Yeah, he, you know, he's, like he's not American. Well, no, not that not he's American, not American. He stupid, you know? I just feel like he just seems <laughs> like. I don't know. Very like whiny, like yeah, you, you know, yeah. deep down, like. I mean, that's oh. the that's the whole, that's all the content is just whining about how like, I'm right and all women are wrong. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. There, what's happening with them? Last I heard is that they were like They're arrested. In jail, right? Are yeah, they yeah. in jail? I, I, I'm not too uh, invested. I yeah. thought you weren't you. What are they called? The taters. People. Is that a thing? I don't know. I like that. 
If that's a thing, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get some merch. Yeah, dude, don't <laughs> fuck with the taters. He has that like, round head like a potato. Yeah. But anyway, who cares about that? We care about you, and we want to care about all the riz. Your apartment definitely seems like you have riz. No, it doesn't. It, it, it's nicer yes. than I should have, which I get. But like, it's very. It, it feels like a college dorm room in here. No, it's. I'm, like, I'm missing like a sublime tapestry. It's super trendy, <laughs> like right now. I've noticed like most apartments and like when they're advertising, the setup looks like this, like very minimal furniture, natural light, one plant. You're like, ah. Oh, Two fake ones. Three fake ones. My sanctuary. Four, the Christmas tree. So tell us about your sanctuary. What do you need to escape from to come here to get into the realms of writing comedy? I. I, I I like this place. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, location's good if you if you live out here, but it's too big for me. Like I, I don't have enough stuff to fill this mm-hmm. living room, and uh, but I like it because like I don't like being here alone, and I live alone, so like it makes me go out more. You know, oh. like, if I was too comfortable, I would just never do stand up ever again. You know, I'd just play Madden all day because that's really what I want to do in life is just play video games by myself. Really? Yeah. You could do that. I could, but like, why don't you? Because, I don't know, you get two in my head about it. Huh, and you said you don't, you don't like being alone? <laughs> no, I hate being alone. I, I like being alone. I, I, for, I, get, I get home from work, my day job, and then I, I like being alone for an hour, and then I go insane. Really? What makes you go insane about being alone? Uh, I don't know. Just boredom and the, my kitchen faucet randomly will just drip. Mm-hmm. There's always at least one dish in there, so it's just Chinese water torture. Oh, it's like hitting yeah. up at a puddle of water, and like I'm too lazy to get up and you know <laughs> fix it. So like, it's just a drip all day, yeah. silent in here. So what about then comedy? So does comedy help pull you out of that? Yes, yeah, the only thing I do outside of work. Yeah. yeah, it's like what else would I do? I mean, I guess some people like being alone. I see. I say alone. You know, like sitting alone in your house in solitude for some people is I, like I, I ideal. need an hour to decompress after work. And yeah. I think some it's like a spectrum because I think I definitely need more like an hour. I think I need like probably, you know, weekends and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like locked in the house like by myself, just like nothing. It, <laughs> it, uh, once in a while it is nice. Yeah. yeah sure, but. but, you know, it is nice to have comedy, especially too, like to go out and have like, okay, like you do have that built-in social network. I don't know what like other people do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like yeah. what right, non-comedians do. Non-comedians that are also like in their 30s, losers living alone in Jersey City. Do you, is that how you see yourself as a loser living yeah, alone in Jersey Or sure. are you living the dream? Like is, he's like the modern day male Mary Tyler Moore, you know. <laughs> You're gonna make it after all. Mary, Mary Tyler Moore was a lot more optimistic than I was. That's why it's, it's caught up. It's like, you know, what century are we in? Are we in the 21st century? 21st, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Numbers you know are interesting. You know how I because it used yeah. to be 20th Century Fox. But wasn't that now like in 20th. the 1990s? Yeah, it goes over one. Because uh, Jesus had the first century. We're getting, compli- <laughs> We're getting complicated here. Oh, my God. So, Brian, the podcast, what we talk about, it's comedy. Does comedy make you feel vulnerable? What about the psychology of comedy? You know, all this weird stuff. What about what you'll joke about? What about you won't joke about? How you feel about comedy? All those kind of fun things. So, like, already you started off talking about, like, again, you're you're, you're lonely. Like, that's a motivator. Is that a motivator for you to continuously do comedy? Like, how much of it is comedy you wanting to do comedy because you love comedy? Or how much of it percentage-wise? Is it you're like, I don't want to be here by myself. I want to go out and be social. Yeah, I mean, that's like my whole social life, right? Which, you know, that's one thing. It's, but that's just developed over the last seven, eight years or whatever. Right? Okay. Because, like, it's what you do every night. 
it's bound to happen. But uh, yeah, like, I love the uh, the time I'm on stage. I love, but yeah. the hours leading up to it and and then like, at the show waiting to go on, I hate all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's fun on stage, and then when you get off, if it went well, then it's fun. Yeah. But like, like the the day of, especially like a bigger show, it's like just like just dreading like just like having an obligation. I hate you know. Mm-hmm. I don't like heck, being like having something. I, I want something to do, but I don't like that I have to be somewhere at a certain time. Yeah. Just like pretty sad no no it's like you want the freedom of like whatever comes up that yeah, day you want to do I, so. ideally i'd be able to just walk into a place not be booked go on immediately and then get free drinks yeah so, you know, but that's, that's part that's of not, it that's isn't not it life. well but okay but comedy isn't that part of it because essentially too like what first off what's a what is comedy for you what defines a comedian like what are the things that make comedy exist i mean you gotta be a male first of all Right, that's what we think. I always hear that women aren't funny. I keep trying. I don't know. say women are funny, they're just not comedians. Unless their boyfriend's a comedian, then yeah. then they're comedians too. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe. Okay, no. So, like, so if you do it, you're a comedian, right? Like no, but you're, like, good, you, you're not necessarily a good comedian, but you, you have to do it. Yeah. But essentially, you need like obviously you need to have an audience. You know what I mean? So thinking about. The obligation is part of the whole package because you have to say you're going to do comedy because you need the audience to be there. So it's like that that agreement that, you know, it's like a necessary part of it. Yeah. I mean, we, we were talking before about like ambush shows, right? Right. So like that's, uh, I, you know, do less of those now, thankfully. You know, yeah. But still pop up once in a while. Like ambush show is uh, like you, uh, there's a comedy show at like some bar, right? That. Mm-hmm. You, like on a Tuesday night, and normally on Tuesday night, be there five regulars, and yeah. that bar is obviously failing, so they're hoping to drum up some business <laughs> on a Tuesday night. But then you and your dumb comic friends show up, and it's still just the five regulars. I don't know. I don't want to say like, because especially too, comedy is like so specific for every individual. Like, where are you in life? What do you look like? You know, your socioeconomic status. I think all of that makes a difference in like your life experience, and then it plays out, but. You know, you do see these, like, there is more guys in comedy. So I'm curious, like... Yeah, it's like 80%. So it's like, what... I don't know, like, what pushes so many guys into it and not so many women? I mean, it's a... I don't know. There's a lot of... Like, most... Like, 90% of comedians are bad, right? Yeah. So, like, that's male and female. So, like, maybe, like, like... it is attention seeking at the end of it, right? Yeah. No, no one's like, no one's just like focused on like I, I want to be you know the top clown in the world. Like, I want <laughs> I want attention. That's why everyone does it, right? So, like, yeah. There's more outlets for women to get attention, right? Probably, especially with the with social media and stuff. I I think maybe I'm wrong about that. But yeah. I think so, and uh, most of the people on either side. It, 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 within the uh, you know two million comedians out there right now, they're you know just bothering people at open mics and stuff. Like <laughs> n- none of them really deserve attention anyway. You know? Right. <laughs> so like it, it's uh yeah I don't know like you, 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 it's a specific type of attention though because you think about like wait like Instagram models right that are getting attention like okay that's fine you can get attention for being physically beautiful and having your booty out. But is like is that the kind of attention that comedians are seeking? 
Because I think, like, again, I'm not going on. That's the, one of the, my areas of where I'm most uncomfortable is, like, I don't want people judging my middle-aged body, you know? Like, mind your business, okay? I make really good banana bread. <laughs> so I feel like, for me, like, it pushes me. I want to say the shit that makes me feel. But if there's open mics for, like, uh, you know, Rachel being Rachel Ray and like, making banana bread on, like, a daytime talk show, you'd be all over that. No, because I don't like Rachel Ray. She, she, she's one of the people that are abbreviates everything just like what was that charisma yeah evoo like what is that extra virgin olive oil get a little evoo it's like gah. i feel like it started with her because now everybody abbreviates things like the taters with the riz you think rachel ray started that no <laughs> i don't think, <laughs> rachel, I think cool. rachel ray's ever started anything <laughs> sure she did. she's gotta have started something you know maybe like a panic to get to trader joe's to get a certain ingredient or something i don't know but regardless so like you know comedy thinking about like for me like that's an area i'm uncomfortable with but what about for you like what are something you're uncomfortable with in comedy yeah uh putting myself out there as somebody who's trying to make a career out of it. Yeah. You know, by posting clips and shit every day. I don't do any of that. And, like, you have to, right? We were talking about before, like, I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, I can either probably lose my job and go all in you know, mm-hmm. and do all the things. But also, like, I, I don't know. Like, there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. Like, people are, like, slaves to the algorithm nowadays, right? Like, and I... I I don't like like trying to appease the algorithm to accept me into the you know. I don't. But also like, that translates into a lot of money and getting to do what you like doing for a living every night, right? So like that's cool, but like I have to put out shitty crowd work clips every day. And yeah, I don't. A lot of these crowd work clips are like embarrassingly bad. I know. And, and they get fifty thousand likes, right? So it works, but like. I maybe it's like selling out to a math equation. It is that. I find that to be very uncomfortable, too, putting comedy clips online. Especially because, like, I feel like your jokes always evolve. Like, you know, I don't think I've ever really... Like nobody's putting out jokes. They're just putting out, like, what do you do for a living? Oh, yeah, the chitty chats yeah. with yeah. the audience. Just okay. like, ah. That's your boyfriend? Oh, what's he doing in the bathroom? Oh my god! I don't know. Doing coke or taking a shit? But how come you don't do that then? Why don't you do that? Because it's embarrassing. Yeah. Mind. Yeah. And I also I, I, like. Uh, I'm, I'm uncomfortable putting myself out there like as yeah. someone who's like, like everyone knows the formula now right like that's right. that's the the last two or three years that's the formula to success right we've yeah. all seen it and like it works for some people but like, we also all see a thousand people doing a shitty job at it right and, I, and we all know that what you're doing and okay. none of us appreciate it and we're all we all make fun of you behind your back so what is their alternative <laughs> then if they're doing a shitty I, there job. There is no alternative. Like, so, yeah, I guess it, you know, it like, I, I, I always just wanted to be, uh, I always just wanted everyone to think I'm good. If they don't like me, if they do, I don't care. But like everyone's like, no one says I'm a shitty comic, right? But that's so hard. But that like, doesn't translate into a career or You money. don't think there's people out there that are saying simultaneously you're good and then someone else is simultaneously saying you're shitty? No, people tell me I'm shitty all the time. But like, yeah. I'm, I'm saying people that I care about and respect. Yeah. Like, you know. But that's also hard too, at, at, I think. At the, at, uh, at the bar uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I, I just said, like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get in. And she goes, I know who you are, you piece of shit. <gasps> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Whoa. What? And she, I called, she, Brian St. John. I called him. And I'm like, like, did I, like, what did I do to you? Or when I am? No, yeah. You? 
And uh, she, she called me, uh, exactly what she said, you're that piece of shit comedian that hates women. And we all just started dying laughing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, I don't, like, I don't hate women, but yeah, you, you might have a point. <laughs> like, I was, I, uh, if, I, if I said something about you, I'm sorry. And she just like, walked off. I was like, that's honestly pretty cool. Well, you, that's a, it's interesting <laughs> yeah. to see because it was a very strong emotional reaction that you elicited in her. And it's like always fun to think about because especially like too, like, triggers are important information for us like if something's triggering us it's like well why so i'd be really curious to be like what about you was so triggering for her that this whole yeah, thing I, had I, to play I, out i wanted to i wanted to be like what did i say and like yeah what like what happened to you because i can't i can't like i'm sure like people like roll their eyes and shit i say but like most of the people are laughing right but uh so fine if you don't if, if i'm not for you no problem, sorry, but like, mm. you're not getting your money back. <laughs> but, like, uh, the the fact that, like, there's, like, at a bar that we didn't have a show at. Yeah. And, like, and she saw me, and, like, if, if I saw a comedian I didn't like, like, outside of the show. Yeah. I wouldn't say, like, uh, unless they, like, you know, like, deeply offended me or a family member. You know? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be, like... Hey, I have to let you know that I think you're a fucking piece of shit. But even, okay, so hypothetically, though, so even if you did this, hey, they did really offend you. Like, this to me is, isn't that a person you wouldn't want in your space? So why are you going to then yeah, engage with up, that? striking up conversation. Like, are you trying to, like, win them over yeah. or, like, be, gain, like, again, because if they apologize to you, does it mean anything? She, she wasn't because, trying to, like, she wasn't trying to, like, make me better or anything. She, she just wanted to let you know that she thought yeah. you were a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, which, you're like, like okay. and, and, and then like, me okay. and, like, five other comics all start like dying yeah. laughing like I doubt that felt good yeah <laughs> so do you hate women Brian St. John no her yet <laughs> that was actually though, uh, that was the thing uh, yeah Chris Rock when he put out did you watch that special yeah, yeah what'd you think I liked it yeah uh, it, it, the, the live I didn't watch it live but like mm-hmm. it being live then on Netflix was like very ballsy I appreciate it but like yeah. definitely like felt felt less clean than other specials which is like you know Kind of cool in a way, but I, I, like the first ten minutes were all just like cancel culture stuff. Yeah. Every Netflix special the last two years is, is the same exact formula. I wish we it's would. It's infuriating. I wish we would stop using the word cancel culture though. Like it, I'm so like no, nobody like nothing's happening. Like yeah. like you just stop. Every, everyone that gets you, canceled in, in comedy does way better the next year. That's why they're everyone not canceled. Everyone wants to get canceled. They're not. Well, yeah, it's, because it's like I feel it goes back to like I'm saying the most provocative thing because it's like we're it's that juxtaposition like we're in the quote unquote woke time ever yeah. while you know and I think that's a lot of the pushback if like comics today because you yeah I don't there isn't anyone who's been canceled yeah you know like and Kramer got it pretty bad but he I think honestly I think he <laughs> you still get a role if he checks from Seinfeld but. yeah he's exactly but I think that's where his bread was buttered and that was essentially because I think he kind of became a TV persona yeah. which overshadowed his and comedy he, yeah. you know what I mean like like Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld's still doing comedy, but it's like, oh, it's still Jerry Seinfeld. It's still the same shit you were doing on your show kind yeah. of thing, you know? So it was like Kramer, be, you know, like had an identity outside of Kramer, but Kramer became who he yeah, is. Yeah. So it was like you and he If you went to see enough, him after the show, you'd, you'd want to see Kramer on stage, not Mike Right. Rogers. Yeah, you would. Exactly. Like Mike Rogers is like, probably pretty boring compared to Kramer. Yeah. Right. So he don't, I don't think even he. Well, apparently not. He actually. was to me like, again, like, <laughs> I don't think at the same level of fame, like. As a comedian, as like some other comics who have been quote unquote, like, you know, look at Louis and all that crap like that. But like, what about too, like going back to Chris Rock, because like, again, 
um, there was a lot of flack he got about getting, going back at Jada and yada yada. Because I feel get, like he didn't get any real. Like, everyone was on his side for the most part. There's I feel like, like fake articles that there were some with. articles. I feel like there was maybe, enough maybe articles. Maybe a few other bald women agreed with it. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I mean, but it's like the thing of it's like should things be off limits to joke about? Yeah, I mean, there's a time and place for everything, right? Like, yeah. Like I, uh, yeah, like I, what? I don't know what I said to make that girl come up to me at a bar and tell me I'm a piece of shit that hates women. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like I, I don't. If the whole room felt that way, like if I was telling some joke that like the whole room just like got mad at. Yeah. I, I would. I'm not doing my job, right? So like, I'm sure that I, she got more mad that every everybody in the room besides her was laughing at the joke, and that's what made her mad. Yeah, that's usually the case in these scenarios, right? So like, that you know, the little flack you're getting, it's same as like Twitter. Like people get get canceled. It's like ten, ten tweets to a company saying to fire you, right? The company will bow down and you freak out. And, but like, there's a million people that that liked it, you know? Yeah. But they just don't tweet because you like something you don't tweet about it. So it's a stupid thing to do. Yeah, tweet, uh, Twitter's <laughs> terrible. Twitter is cesspool. It is a cesspool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, almost as bad as Reddit, so. No, Reddit's um, way better than Twitter. Reddit's I informative. I guess so. I don't really like, I'm not, I try to avoid as much of the internet as possible. Like, Reddit, I mean, Reddit yeah, comments are, are nonsense. I just feel like. Reddit posts are good. I don't know. I feel like people are probably getting too much uh, incorrect medical advice on Reddit. And how long, uh, what got you into comedy? Uh, depression. <laughs> yeah? Know, yeah, like. Yeah, I, it, it, uh, I always wanted to do it, right? I feel like that's normal, right? Mm-hmm. It, but you don't know that you can do it, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, hit like absolute rock bottom in my life, what, what I thought was rock bottom at the time, at least. And then I was like, oh, and I, there's nothing stopping me from humiliating myself in public into a microphone every day. Yeah. How did you like, do you remember when you found out that you can just do open mics? Oh. Like I, I always loved comedy. I always wanted to do it in my head, but I yeah. didn't think that that was a thing you could just do. And then I found out that, like, oh, there's just places all around me that just have comedy open mics. Yeah. And there's, like, a normal thing for mentally ill people to do on a <laughs> daily basis. So is that what you did? You went to an open mic for the first time? Yeah, we did the Creek in the Cave. The Creek in the Cave. Yeah, uh-huh. in the city, yeah. No, I, I was the opposite. I took comedy classes. You did? Yes. <laughs> Where? I took two at the Comedy Cove. <laughs> and uh, who, who was the teacher? Chip. Chip's so nice. <laughs> Chip Ambrose. It was so fun. I had such a fun time. Don't let Brian see this. <laughs> and Chip's I, Cootie? No, not Chips Cooney. Chip mm-hmm. Ambrosio. I don't know Chip Ambrosio. Yeah, Chips. Chips Cooney. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Chips. They were fun though. I want to take another comedy class. I love it. Yeah, you, probably, I, you probably should. I couldn't actually. I took multiple <laughs> comedy classes and still couldn't go to an open mic. Really? Yes. It took me years. Wait, how does a comedy class work? Uh, that's fascinating. It's basically like a little mini open mic that everyone goes to every week and everyone agrees they're going to go to and you just do that. And everyone. It's like, a, like an AA meeting for. Yeah, basically. Dorks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so crazy. Like, I remember the first one I took, there was only like six of us. And like, I so remember vividly. The second one was at what, Gotham. What, what was the, uh, the demographic for the six people? Oh, um, it's gotta be like a we were, couple of I was like, the divorced youngest. old men. And a, yeah, I think there yeah. was at least two divorced old men, maybe three, and then there was a lady who was married, another lady. Yeah, 
So yeah, like an eighteen year old sucker. No, I was the youngest one in that group. So and I was old. Like I was not young when I did it. I was like probably in my thirties. Yeah. You know, so I mean not old, but like not like you know what I mean? Because you not see comedy, I see the comedy these, class old is uh you know well, you see, seventy. Yeah, come I guess so. when you see open mics, like I get so annoyed. Like I see these little eighteen year olds and I'm like, Holy fuck. I get jealous of them. I, yes. I started when I was like twenty five and that's like late to start. Yeah, yeah, that's not late. I feel like that even like I would have loved to have started at twenty five, but I'm like I like, did you, not you started have... eighteen, like you, you had seven years before I started. What know, do you like think the... that like what do you think that they had that we didn't? That they started at eighteen and we were uh I think a I, I had I had a tooth. dad and they didn't, so they Oh, they, they have daddy issues. They had nothing to lose. <laughs> Let me cry into a I, 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 I think about this a lot. I got uh, I have a great relationship with my parents. Like I'm like one of the few comics who like I know whose parents are together and like have a good marriage, right? Yeah. Which doesn't make sense if you know me, but whatever. Right. But like if uh, when my dad dies, I'll be very sad. It'll be tragic, but I'll be free to say whatever you want. D- 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 do whatever you I can't want. you can bring shame to the saint yeah, john exactly. name I, I, I can truly yeah. like, just oh that shows you have a moral compass then that he's, no I, yes. I, i'm just scared of my parents yeah <laughs> so wait i want to go back you said that you started comedy at the worst time of your life where you thought it was rock bottom what was going on uh, i was just 25 uh it dropped out of college after a year i got arrested a bunch of times I was delivering pizzas, you know, working up the books, living at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Like all, all my friends are now graduating college, like getting engaged and married. And a couple of them are like having kids already. Yeah, and I'm like I have absolutely nothing going on. And like I, I remember like, uh, like being on like you know Instagram or Facebook and just like feeling embarrassed, like which like I, I think is like a common thing with like young people, right? Like. Because everyone like puts their best self out there on the internet. Right. I was probably falling for that a little bit too. Because like now, now they're all divorced and the kids are dead. You know. <laughs> but uh, I just like had absolutely nothing going on. I was like, oh, and, and like, the thing like if you wanted to do comedy, and you're feeling that for a while. Like the thing stopping you is like it's so embarrassing because like you're not gonna be good. You know. No. Like and and. and to, nowadays to do comedy you have to do it very publicly on social media right yeah like you, have, you have to be like promoting your shitty show right which is so fucking it, the people show up yeah people from high school show up family members just show up if you're in the area and you're you're really bad <laughs> and, they, and then they tell everybody like, <laughs> you're really bad yeah <laughs> like, oh, i saw brian he's horrifyingly bad at comedy yeah it's all he talks about but i think you said like yourself you have to be really bad at the beginning i always tell my friends like when they first started to come to see me i was like okay y'all like baseball right think about little league like this is i'm in little league right but imagine now. being an adult and be like come to my little league game. i yeah it's hard and that's part of the vulnerability of it is like you know being willing enough to kind of open yourself up to like that Embarrassment. So yeah, like I'm, I'm fine doing that in front of strangers, but like when you first start out, like you're trying to get like on shows, and uh, you you the best way to do it is to promote it, but not actually like encourage anybody that you know to come because mm-hmm. you don't want them there, right? Yeah. But you you look like you're trying, yeah, endearing to the idiot booker that booked you. <laughs> well, you should. Right? That's part of the game, right? That's no, part I mean of the game. I, I, it is when you first start out, right? Yeah. And if you're if you're brand new and someone books you, they're hoping you bring. Ten people. They, they, I call them bringer pigs. You know, like you book a new comic <laughs> as a bringer pig. They don't know that they're the bringer pig, but they bring ten people, you know, and, uh, and you get a hundred dollars. <laughs> 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 so it's like they do that, but then like people just like 
show up, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like cousins of mine just showing up at shows. I'm like, oh. How do you like, feel performing oh. in front of uh, people like your cousins? And like, now it is fine, but like, for in the start, beginning? Yeah, it's horrifying. I remember my brother and sister-in-law yeah. came to, uh, they were living in Queens at the time, mm-hmm. and they just showed up at the creek one night. Do you remember the creek in the cave? Like, yes. Like, so, like, I, it was just open mics in the basement every day. Yeah. So like, at 6 p.m., at 8 p.m., and 11 o'clock bike, I would take the bus from fucking Central Jersey there and uh, meet up with my friend from Long Island, mm-hmm. and we'd do the 6 o'clock, and by the 8 o'clock, we're kind of drunk. By the 11 p.m., we're blacked out. We're just hanging out in this, you know, dive bar, basically, yeah. just open mics all night. Uh, and then my brother and sister-in-law just show up. And the creek in the cave is, like, like I, I love the place, like, the, you know. Uh, very, very endearing to just like you know, new comics. Right. But like it's a hellhole for a normal person. Like, it's an insane asylum. <gasps> there, 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 there's always a woman wearing like headphones with an antenna. Oh my like, gosh. She's listening to like FM radio on yeah. in the basement, like front row, and there's like three other people in the room. Yeah. And then it's like what like and then I, I just go up for two minutes and just bomb for the three people, <laughs> my brother and sister in law. Aw, that's so nice. They would support you, though, huh? No, it's not. They just showed up. It's awful. <laughs> they ambushed you at your show. It's not a show. It was an open mic. Open it was mic, the third yeah. mic in the same basement that day that I had done. <gasps> and they show up, and they're like, oh, I, I think they were more checking on me, right? Yeah. And then what they saw was far more horrifying than what they thought it was. <laughs> and I was like, don't ever come again. Oh my <laughs> so I always ask this too, like, cause you describe, you know, the creaking in the cave as being, you know, a, a freak show, you know, for like people who aren't comedians, but it's a wonderful place for new comics. So does that make you think that there's a certain type of personality that's drawn to comedy? Yeah. I mean, uh, there, I mean, there's multiple different types of Unique what, personalities. Okay, so what are your breakdowns one, of the personalities? One, one is, uh, you know, a uh, person that, uh, you know, th- there's the people that start when they're 18, right? Yeah. Which I'm jealous of. Like, that, like, knew what they wanted and went for it right away the second they got the chance. Yeah. I, I wish I did that. There's guys like me who, like, wanted to do it and were, you know, feigning, you know, having, like, a normal structured life. You know, had every opportunity given growing up and just squandered all that and decided <laughs> to start doing stand-up and then there's uh the violent psychopaths <laughs> that, that we run into <laughs> oh. which you know yes. tend tend to uh you know overcome everybody else well <laughs> in, i think that the, vibe the violent psychopath <laughs> yeah they really do get people they do change the kind of tone and energy oh boy there is quite a few of them yeah and and, and two once two of them are in the room like on opposite sides and he's like, you know, just like open mics where it's just like, you know, 10, 20 other idiot comics and yeah. no actual people. I always feel bad for the, the people, like, because like we, uh, especially during the pandemic, we do these like open mics that are all just comics or, or right. whoever shows up, but like everyone's going up and then to a, a couple just shows up thinking they're going to be entertained. And like, that's got to be a horrifying experience. <laughs> do you think they understand too because especially to open mics are those workshops where you're gonna just you know work through whatever you need to work through like some new comics they're just working on standing on being on stage you know not joke writing and then there's people who are like oh let me share the embarrassing shit you know like like just everybody's trying to get to the end the joke itself yeah so it's like you know i wonder how much audiences expect like at open mics if you're just popping in like do you think that people get that like 
as I, part I, of I, comedy. I, like some of them do, but I think some of them like leave. Like oh, I didn't think I, I was expecting like you know to like like go in with that attitude of like. Uh, yeah, like, this isn't like a professional show. I, I should go with low expectations, but like, you still leave scared. Yeah, some of the time. Like, some of the some of those rooms are like. I think I leave scared. Yeah, a lot of times. I love like, scared things that like. I don't feel good about enjoying, but the you know the psycho, or, or not even psycho, the eccentric guy. Yeah. Like, like recognizes that I will enjoy it, and I do. Yeah. You're, I, I I did some like I don't remember what the joke was. I, I tried it. I got a mic like twice. Uh-huh. That uh, Gabby Petito when that was happening. Okay. That's the girl that uh, yes. lived in the van. Yeah. You know, they're beating each other up, and then they found her right. And uh, some dumb joke about it. And did it twice. Obviously, didn't work. Right. Stop doing it. Yeah. And this one dude who I like, but he's a little nutty. He, he sent me a uh, it was uh. Her boyfriend's name was Brian Landry, uh-huh. Landry or something. Yeah, and uh, he sent me a Reddit called uh, "Friends of Brian," <laughs> which like my name's Brian. I, I like that already, and it's all just dudes. Like <laughs> uh, none of them meant it. It was like a troll thing. Yeah, but they were just claiming that Brian was innocent, and their their reasoning to that was uh, that his girlfriend. Uh, realized she had gained weight and then threw herself off the cliff. Oh, no. <laughs> and like that, that Reddit made the news because like they're like these people are like, and they're all kidding and like all so happy that it made the news. <laughs> so he sent me that and I was like, this is great. Send more of this. And now it's just two hundred. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not gonna like some of this, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna he, open it. <laughs> it goes back to the internet being a t- like such a crazy place because it's like okay. That kind of stuff, people do laugh at. Like, everybody has all types of senses of humor. And, like, some people, you know, do, like, the dark. They, like... I always think about it as, like, colors, right? You know what I mean? Everybody doesn't like the same color of the rainbow. And some people like really dark humor. But it's something bizarre when it becomes, like, part of, like, the zeitgeist in terms of, like, okay, now it's, like, part of our news cycle. Yeah, they, and When, when the, the news isn't just the, the tragic death and yeah. murder of a, you know this couple and it becomes like no these people making fun of it that's uh, that's the real victim or the real villain here you know? do you think it goes back to the idea of comedy used as a coping mechanism of like because again i don't think those people are coping or anything i think, I think they're just trolling they're like, just trolls like, that's a there's a fine line between uh but why but why would they troll trolling. that's the question why are you choosing they're, they're, that co- to troll they're coping for? with the fact that uh 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 they are frustrated with women, right? Oh, the whole incel culture kind of thing. Those yeah, people. Yeah, but, yeah, but like uh, mm-hmm. also like they're they're frustrated with like they are incels, right? They are involuntarily celibate, right? At, at its core, but like I, I think a lot of those dudes would be happy to be in like a, you know even somewhat normal relationship and have someone to connect with. But I think that they uh, affiliate uh, women with the type of girl. Who like lives in a van and like has a, a van vlog, right? And then mm-hmm. you know also beats the shit out of her boyfriend and he beats the shit out of her behind the scenes. And then she gets thrown off a cliff and they're like, ha ha. Oh my god! <laughs> what do you think? But then also the, the boyfriend okay, killed like... himself, so you know like, he's that guy too. So maybe, there probably is a little like uh, coping with the uh, you know. I just feel like this. I'm just hoping that these trolls are like. I don't know. Like I think it's mostly kids. I think it's mostly, I think like, it's I think kids mostly being provocative. Like yeah. yeah, and I feel like because especially you think about young comics when they're coming on the scene on like eighteen and nineteen. Like very rarely do you ever hear an eighteen-year-old comic out the gate like 
as brilliant and they're writing brilliant stuff. It's like and they have not, perspective. Yeah, they don't yeah. have perspective, and it's like nine times out of ten, I find like they're doing that provocative humor. Like I feel like everybody, you know what I mean? It's like edgy. It's just kind of like oh, I would do it for shock value, and I yeah. say things for shock value. So I feel like you know those people who are trolling on Reddit and saying those things are just kind of like. Not laughing at the in, maybe the in, like situation, but the provocative nature of what yeah. they're eliciting and in people. And then once they get on the news once, yeah, like that, that's fuel to do that it's, forever. Yes, yeah. like they, they they've entered the real world from their fake world. But I wanted yeah. to talk about too, like because like again, I mean that to me is like again just people like because we could really dive into their psychology and it's like, well, what are you like? What's the psychology of a troll? But it's I don't really. You I know, think a troll is just a frustrated, usually a dude. No, women do it too. Yeah. But uh, usually a dude that uh, just desperately is upset, uh, but being a dude and admitting you're upset or like frustrated or something is kind of looked down upon, especially publicly, right? Yeah. And then uh, judged, and then they just need a creative outlet. So, so they, they choose the, the lowest denominator because that gets the most attention. And it's also anonymous. It's super easy to yeah. say that stuff without worrying that someone's going to punch you in the effing face. Yeah. You know, or, it's like, or, yeah, just like, yeah, like your mom a, will find out. Yeah, ex- yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. The disappointment, the yeah. shame to the St. John family when they find out all the comments <laughs> you're putting on Reddit. But you talked about. I don't comment on Reddit. I want that to be clear. Oh. The, the last time my mom saw me do stand up comedy, yeah. uh, she, they, they saw me once years ago. That was the first time they saw me, and I, it went well. So they like, right, don't ever come again. Right? Yeah. I don't need this pressure. And then uh, at a show in uh, Keensburg, like, like last year, and uh, it was like a bar show. It was going to sell out. It was like a good show. But Keensburg, if you don't know, is the, the trashiest of short towns in Jersey, right? <laughs> like, like, oh, Keensburg, we love you. Don't listen to St. John. I, I don't. <laughs> but they, they, they had a water park there, like on the boardwalk. And when I was a kid, I remember going to the water park, and there was a pack of stray dogs inside the fence of the water park, just running around. The oh, my God. It's the trashiest place. <laughs> so do the show. The show's fun. But like my parents, like the day before, they're like, oh, we bought tickets. And I'm like, because they saw it on like, Facebook, and like, they live like, you know, 20 minutes away. I was like, first of all, I like, don't ever just like, like I'll invite, I'm never going to invite you, but I like, don't do that. And second of all, like, this show is the one you're coming, like, like it's going to be great audience, but I like, got also white trash. So like, to do well there, I'm going to have to, you know, pull out the, you're going to, yeah, I'm gonna, it's going to be gross. Yeah. <laughs> and then now that they're coming, like, yeah. I have to be, I have to kill. Cause like, like when I was five, maybe like four or five, I had a goldfish and it, uh, it died. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I remember my brother was upset. I was upset, but I, I didn't cry. And then my dad uh, that night, like heard me whimpering in my bedroom, and I came in. He came in. He's like, "What's wrong?" And I started bawling. And I went, "He was my best friend." <laughs> and my dad still brings that up to this day to make fun of me. So like, which fair, you know? Like, yeah. I, I would do the same, but like, if I bomb in front of my dad, he's gonna bring it up on his deathbed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's true. Like, so now I have to like be it, and I, I had a good set, but I was a disgusting pig the whole time. <laughs> And then my mom, uh, when they were leaving, she goes, you did great. But she, and she goes with tears in her eyes, but you're still my son. <laughs> it's like, don't come to these fucking shows. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, my God. It's hard to do, you know, like, again, comedy in front of our family. Because, you know. Who wants to do that? I don't. My dad and my mother came to, like, one of the first shows that I did. It, it was stupid. It was, like, a bringer show at Broadway. And I was like, okay, let me try to do this. And I brought people. And I didn't realize, again, how 
what a terrible idea it yeah. was. And like, <laughs> my parents were sat like right in the front row, and my mother wore a hat. If, if you could see them, too. I oh, you could see them right in the front. They yeah. got roasted they, by every yeah, comic the, the, the entire one of the three night. People you can see in the club. Yeah, and yeah. then it was like I remember having like this joke about like Cookie Monster and like eating <laughs> pussy or something. You know, my dad was just so pissed at the end. He was like, so, like, he was like, I don't think you're my daughter. (laughs) But, you know, I think it's important, though, like, especially because, again, it's showing all parts of it, like, you know, because we are who we are, you know what I mean? And, like, comedy is, like, you're tapping into, like you said, the embarrassing parts. I wanted to go back, though. You talked about for, like, a second about how... You know, especially because a lot of the trolls you think are men, right? Because they can't talk about all the shit that's bothering them so that manifests in unhealthy ways. And talk about the comedy scene because it does have a lot of dudes. So do you think that's why there's more dudes in comedy is because it gives them a chance to talk about, like, you know, you yourself said you got started in what you felt was the lowest point where shit was falling apart. So do you think that what draws more men to comedy? Yeah, I, I, I mean, comedy is mostly just attention seeking right so women it's all easier to get attention probably right like uh, the the women that do it are way funnier than the guys at the same level of them right like i feel like women uh either i mean that's not true for everybody but like uh like a year in women that do it consistently are funnier than their counterparts as men right because like yeah they the it's starting out is a in a lot of ways so like a lot more you're getting followed to your car oh that's, yeah <laughs> like that like uh, creepy yeah it's like okay open micers, you know, like, do i want to go back and maybe yeah, get yeah, hurt yeah or, exactly yeah, it's like, yeah yeah I, I i mean there's more dudes too just because it's uh you know you, you uh i don't know like do dudes feel like they can get away with a lot more than the women you know yeah for the most part yeah I don't know. It's weird. Like, because especially too, like with doing comedy, like I don't generally like to ask questions like that about like, because I feel like comedy is comedy is comedy. But sometimes, you know, as a lady comic, you hear like, oh, women aren't funny and yada, yada. And then I hear like, again, from a lot of comics, like, oh, that women aren't drawn to comedy. So it was just because I've heard that a lot, you know, do you think that women audience members enjoy women comics more more than they enjoy doing comics? Because I find it to be the opposite. I okay, and I'm going to women don't be uh they don't support women. If there's women there with their <laughs> boyfriends, I do find that's true. Yeah, yeah, because it's like a, if it's like a, a bachelorette of, party, does not want to hear a girl comic. They're there for the bachelorette party. They're there to like yeah, they, they want get to be drunk about, and be like, look yeah. at us. Yeah, they want, uh, they we're want here. They want people to talk to them. Yeah, because they want exactly. They want the jokes made, but they're thinking like, yeah, it's the end of your life. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to get any more good. You take <laughs> <Yeah>. forever. <laughs> Okay, guys, I just want to say uh, it's been so much fun having Brian St. John today. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. He's been such a good sport. We had too many technical difficulties. I've aged five years. <laughs> but we've survived. We bonded. It was really such a good conversation.